Hello, my name is Whitney Brayer and I'm a motivational speaker, I'm a trainer and I'm a coach and it's my calling, it's my passion in life to really help people create the changes they like to see in their lives and this podcast is one platform to do so. So welcome to podcast number seven, the science behind gratitude. You know, last week was Thanksgiving in the United States and the topic of gratitude and thankfulness that was everywhere on social media, podcasts and blogs and quotes and pictures. And a lot of people asked me, they said, Whitney, what's the hype about gratitude? I mean, why is it everywhere nowadays? Well, one thing is, scientifically speaking, gratitude is highly connected to being an optimist and thriving. Yes, being an optimist, being positive-minded. But but wait a minute. I mean, how can expressing gratitude help me become more optimistic? In Barbara Fredrickson's book, Positivity, which is, by the way, on the top five of my all-time favorite books, and if you're looking for any uplifting Christmas gifts that will have a positive, sustainable impact on those near and dear to you in your life, then you may consider putting this book, Positivity, on your shopping list. Barbara Fredrickson revealed the top 10 forms or emotions of positivity. Joy, gratitude, yes, gratitude, serenity, interest, hope, pride, amusement, inspiration, awe, and love. And Dr. Fredrickson writes that these 10 emotions, yes, these are emotions, are how you feel inside of you. They can be sparked and triggered by yourself. And when this happens, you feel better. In her book, Fredrickson goes on to list, among other things, six facts about positivity, which is linked to gratitude. Number one, she says, positivity feels good. It's light. It's buoyant. It's airy. It's not heavy and dark and depressing. Number two, positivity changes how your mind works. It literally widens the scope of possibilities you see. Number three, positivity transforms your future. And I'll cover this in a future podcast. Number four, positivity puts the brakes on negativity. Negativity can spike your blood pressure. Positivity can calm it. Positivity follows kind of a tipping point and can push you into a long-term, sustainable upward spiral. Negativity and pessimistic thinking tips you into a downward spiral. And number six, and maybe most important, you, you can increase your positivity. How? Well, among other things, you can consciously practice triggering these top 10 positive emotions, joy, gratitude, serenity, interest, hope, pride, amusement, inspiration, awe, and love. And they will in turn boost your overall positivity. And I am so grateful to Barbara Fredrickson for her research in this area and for her book, which literally transformed my life. And gratitude, like I said, is one of these top 10 positive emotions on the list. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. 
In his book, Robert Emmons wrote in his book, Thanks, which I also highly recommend as a must read or a possible Christmas gift. Robert Emmons wrote that the magic behind gratitude is that it is others directed and not self-directed. Self-directed is about how awesome and great I am. It's all about I, 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 and what I, what I am doing, what I have done. Gratitude, being others directed, means it's about humility. It's about graciousness and admitting that, you know, I would not be where I am in life without the help and support of others. And one of the tools that builds gratitude is journaling, writing it down in a journal. If you're thinking, oh, I hate journaling. I am just so over it. Wait, wait, wait. Let Hear me out. Journaling has a couple of positive side effects, so don't write it off yet. Actually sitting down and putting pencil to paper and not just thinking about all these positive things can help you uncover personal insights in yourself. Regular journaling also builds self-discipline and self-discipline is a factor that also builds personal resiliency. So journaling is, is good for you. But here's the biggest insight to gratitude journaling. Most of the methods out on the market, and these are podcasts and blogs I've seen and listened to, the experts have said, you need to write down five things every day you are grateful for. Something like, hmm, dear journal, I am so grateful for, number one, my parents, number two, my health, number three, my family, number four, to live in a free country, and number five, my job. Hmm, what's wrong with that? Well, the science behind the research says that is too general. To get a very high return on investment on gratitude journaling, studies show now that you need to be more specific. The University of Southern California did a 10-week study on gratitude journaling. They divided their candidates into three groups. Group number one, they wrote down five general things every day they were grateful for, like the list I just read out to you. Group number two wrote down five specific things they were grateful for. And I'll read that list to you in just a second. So just hold your horses for a moment. Group number three, they wrote down five things about how better off they were than other people. So a little bit egoistic. The results after 10 weeks is that group number two, which wrote five very specific things they were grateful for, they were happier, they were excited, they were more positive, and they were less tired, less lethargic, and less sad than all the other groups. So let me show you how this worked because I tried this out and I have to tell you, it works way, way, way better than just five general things, which I have to admit I've been doing for a while because that's what the science has been so far. So here's an example of my gratitude journaling from yesterday. Instead of writing, I'm grateful for my parents, like I mentioned above, yesterday I wrote this. I'm grateful that my parents raised me to believe in myself and instilled in me a confidence and determination. 
I'm grateful that my parents have always encouraged me to reach for my goals and believe in myself. Number three, I'm grateful that when my, I'm grateful for my parents that when my twin boys were born 10 weeks too early and they were fighting for their lives in intensive care for almost three months, that every time I called home to the U.S., (laughs) I was crying and I was frightened of what was happening and frightened of what, frightened of what the future may hold for them and, and for us. I'm so grateful that my parents never felt sorry for me. They had compassion, but they didn't feel sorry. They always listened and instilled in me hope and strength and love, which helped me get through these very trying times. They've never judged me. (laughs) And my parents have always instilled values in me, such as generosity, forgiveness, family, and my steadfast Christian belief system. Notice the difference? I do. (laughs) I really do. So if you want to boost your overall positivity and boost your well-being and your health in life. You might want to try gratitude journaling and try it differently than maybe you've tried in the past. Try being very specific. Choose one area of your life that you're grateful for and choose five very specific examples. And then spread the word about this because it's good for the people in your network. It's good for the people you know. And remember, the return on investment for gratitude, well, that comes in the details. And I'd love to hear from you. and Let me know what the difference this method has had on you, your life, your loved ones, and your overall well-being. Get out there and grow your life and have a great week. And thank you again so much for taking your time to listen today. If you'd like further support or more information about trainings and coachings and keynote speeches that I do, please contact me at www.whitneybrayer.com. There's a contact site there and other podcasts, other information about me, and we'd love to help you any way we can. And have a great day.